back to the Hollow Sky Podcast, and this is the Thursday rendition of Listener Encounters. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And it is your almost mid-week dose of the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're going to dive into a Listener Encounter here in a second, but first we've got to get through the business, so check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Discord. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast, and you will find us there. If you would like for us to feature your encounter on a future episode, Kyle's got some info. You can write your story out, shoot it over the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. You can call or text the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. You can also use any way to record yourself and send that to the, the email as well. Any way you like to do it, we'll get it on the show, we'll talk about it, we'll feature it. It'll be a good time. It will be a great time. That being said, we are going to dive right in to today's listener experiences. There's multiple ones here, so I'm stoked to get into it. This specific group of encounters, experiences, has been labeled Tales from Stranger John. Our friend Stranger John says... Hello, Hollow Sky Podcast. Been listening to you guys for a while. And while I may not have many detailed as many detailed encounters as some of the other listeners, I feel I have a few tales to contribute. You can call me Stranger John. I'm from the southern area of Texas and have been around here for 29 years, and I've come across a few things as follows. The first one is titled, Rusty West Was Right. The first tale is part experiment. Back in 2018, 20- 18, I was listening to Rusty West and his Halloween stories, in which one listener wrote in on an encounter with his neighbor's banshee decoration. The decoration was hanging off the front porch and seemed to follow a man as it walked by. The man even tested the banshee's tracking by changing direction. Sure enough, the banshee paused, redirected its gaze. Needless to say, this left the man puzzled. Chalking it up to some sort of motion sensor... Upon morning, he went to his neighbor's front porch to see the, if the banshee, or he went to his neighbor's front porch to see that the banshee was gone. When he asked the neighbor what happened, the neighbor said he didn't put up any banshee decoration. Fast forward to Hall- one Halloween at the local community college, someone hung up a grim reaper in the lobby of the library, one of those cheap ones consisting of a face mask and a few plastic bits and see-through black cloth. I stared at the decoration and remembered this tale. Out of curiosity, I took a step to my left. After a pause, the reaper turned left and looked at me, dead center. I took a step to my right. The reaper seemed to pause again and change direction. Once again, dead center. Took more steps here and there, and every time, a pause, redirection, dead center. I checked for fans, vents, nothing. It wasn't even near a vent. Fast forward to where one of the family hung a similar decoration on a tree. This time, my mother with me. I said, look, and took a few steps. Sure enough, a pause and a stare. Needless to say, my mother ditched the thing afterwards. So I suppose this is a challenge, or at least an experiment to you two and all the listeners, to grab a decoration, be it a reaper or a banshee, hang it up, and do a Texas two-step, and see what happens. Maybe it's spirits inhabiting the gothic decoration and using it as a proxy. I'm not sure, but that's just one of my theories. We'll dive into that one first. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and check out 
that uh, listener experience from uh, Rusty West and his Halloween stories. I think I've read, I feel like I've read that somewhere where the, the uh, man saw the decoration on the porch when he went back. They're like, nah, we didn't have no decoration. But that in itself is creepy, as is. But the fact that uh, these things were following our friend John around is also pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that that would, it would definitely set wrong with me. But you, you see paintings and stuff that have similar effects. Yeah. You know, it gives that the people the perception that the eyes are following them. Uh, it makes you wonder if there there is something to it or if it's just our mind playing tricks with itself. Yeah. This, I mean, but this one even takes it to like a further extent to where it's stopping and turning to look directly at him. Right. Which is, I never thought of them being vessels or proxies for uh, spirits. Which in it like you, but I guess you hear like like haunted dolls, yeah, and other objects that take on. Well, they <laughs> the spirits will attach to them, and then I guess kind of Toy Story it, you know, get out there <laughs> and get with it, which is terrifying. Paranormal Toy Story. <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't like it. But yes, Hollow Cult. If you have, I guess it doesn't matter what direct- decoration it is. Some sort of hanging Halloween decoration, give it a try. See, see, like you said, do an experiment, do the two steps, see if it follows you around the house, or don't, because ignorance ignorance is bliss. Right. And it's it's even weirder that the first, the Banshee decoration was unaccounted for all the way yeah. around. So. I'll, I'll have to find that. If, if uh, Stranger John, if you're listening to this, uh, shoot us an email with a link. I'm sure it's probably not hard to find, but I'll I'll double check and see. His next encounter is titled Sentient Lightning. This was the first and last encounter I've had with this beautiful creature. It or at least it struck me as a creature. It was late one night in 2013 around 2 a.m. in the morning. I was looking out the bathroom door after washing my hands, and there it was. A bolt of sentient lightning. To give a description that does not give this creature justice. Imagine a blue neon light mixed with blue lightning. It sailed through the air like a thin eel would swim under the water, except this seemed to be in a vertical and horizontal motion. To get an idea, take your arm, hand flat, and bob it up and down, then put your hand in a karate chop form and move your arm left to right. That's the best description I can give. But here's the interesting part. It's split... Or here's the interesting part. It split like mitosis into two creatures midair, separated the two, glided together in tandem, and downward into the tree line. I do not know if it landed or had some sort of destination. All I know is that it was beautiful. I know of ball lightning, but to be a streak and move like that slowly and then to split and glide together, ball lightning just doesn't cut it for me. My grandfather told me he would see such things near the Texas refineries late at night. So did my uncle in Houston. Perhaps such things like this, all the bright colors, bright lights, in such a condensed spot, you might want to check it out. <clears throat> um, that, that I mean, that's pretty weird too. Almost like, yeah, sentient lightning is the best description of it. Like it had a mind of its own, and it was the fact that it split into multiple creatures is 
Weird. Weird. Like it makes you think of lightning in a petri dish. Yeah, that's. Yeah. The way it like splits. Almost like like the the symbiote kind of movement. Yeah. In the movies. Like in my brain, I just picture like a, a lightning serpent. I wonder. And then it just splits. If it acknowledged. If it acknowledged that he was there, like if it knew that it was being watched. And just put on a show? Yeah. I don't know. It's And it's weird that you describe it as beautiful. Like it makes you feel like there was some type of subconscious connection yeah. being made there, which would further Steve's point of putting on a show, essentially. I don't know. Like... I, I still kind of, you could talk as much shit as you want about me. I still think ball lightning sus. That's weird. Unless unless scientists are like able to recreate it, then I kind of just go, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel about that. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing else on the planet that mimics that. Yeah, I think they just, I don't know. I think they saw it, and they're like, yeah, that's something we can't explain. That's where I'm at. And I, I just feel like with the arrogance of mankind, they always have a habit of trying to explain shit. Even if they don't know what it is, they just have this, like, uh, I, the best word I can use is arrogance to be like, well, odds are this is what it is. Yeah, we'll just put it in this box. Yeah, I mean, because electricity, it's... It's kind of, uh, it's weird, you know, it'll go here and do this and do that. And then now, now it just turns into a ball. Like it has a mind of its own. It can pass through everything and just do whatever, you know, it's just how electricity works. And you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks scientist. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it's also strange that other members of his family have seen similar things in different parts of Texas. I'll have to look into it, <clears throat> dig around a little bit, see if there's any other encounters, and just... Uh, just makes you think of an old god. Or like an elemental. Yeah, that's a better one for it there. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty neat. Um, I believe he has one more in here. This one's titled, A Red Rider and Two Grays. <laughs> I like where this is going. This sounds disturbing. <laughs> Stranger John says, okay, for my final tale for this email, I'll save the best for last. I was a middle school age kid in a sleeping bed or wow. Let me retry this. I was middle school age sleeping in a bed one night when I woke up and noticed that the kitchen light was on odd as it usually isn't on. I grabbed my red rider next to my bed, cocked a BB and proceeded toward the opening of the kitchen. Not 10 steps away out popped the head of what we now know as a common gray. Then out popped another one leaning out. I let loose, firing a total of three shots and charging the gray's face. Eyes included. It flinched, but did not stop. I dropped the gun and ran for the front door leading outside. Upon opening the door, my vision turned white and I woke up in bed. Turning to the red rider resting spot, I noticed that it was missing. Upon checking the house, I discovered my gun leaning on the wall next to the front door. I've had a few encounters since then, and they they come, vision goes white, I wake up. Was it a dream? Perhaps. 
perhaps not. Terrifying. I'm saying not a dream. Yeah, especially if it's reoccurring. But first off, kudos for uh, just letting them fly. That kind of I'm not going to lie. That, that takes some nuts to... <laughs> To let her rip, man, because I'm telling you right now, like, hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. For me, that's like one of the, the scariest images in my head. And I, cause I, th- I visualize it a lot with uh, shadow people because shadow people do that where they stick their heads around the corner and then zip back. For some reason, that is so fucking terrifying to me. I used to have an innate fear of that when I was little. Uh, just that vision of a gray alien poking its head around the side of the door and you see like half of its face, like its bulbous head and you got one almond shaped eye there. Terrifying. I even wrote a story like in fifth grade, we had to write like a little narrative and, uh, I wrote it on an alien abduction and I even drew the gray looking through the doorway. I'm going to have to find it. My mom probably kept it somewhere, but just it's like an ingrained fear of specifically what he described. Yeah. <laughs> just anything that sticks its head around the corner like that. I don't know. There's just, I don't know why it bothers me so much. But every time I hear that description, it fucking freaks me out every single time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's almost like, maybe it's because it's almost like there's like a a deviousness to it, uh, an arrogance, maliciousness. Like the, the fact that it has the, the balls to just kind of like playfully peek around the corner like, haha, I'm not scared of you. Yeah. Yeah, and and almost unless like, they're just that stupid, it's almost like a maliciousness of it wanting to keep itself concealed, but not. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like there's just like, like um, I mean, I keep using that arrogance word, but 
like it, like I said, like it's because it's like whenever you do it to somebody, you're peeking around in this like playful manner. And most people that are sneaking around don't have good intentions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like if 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 you if you were there in in a in a positive way, you wouldn't be hiding from everybody, right? <laughs> How do you think that thing felt when it got dinged in the eyeball with a little BB? Hopefully like shit for being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's what you get, you little prick. I love that it wasn't just a, just a one and done. He was just letting him fly. I was, I was when he, when he said he was, I guess he meant when he maybe charging the, the gun, but I thought he meant he was charging the gray. I hope it was. With it like turned his... His BB gun into like a yeah, butter knife bayonet on the yeah. end of it. <laughs> Just turned it into a melee weapon and was gonna start beating the shit out of it. Yeah. I would have been. I would have. I mean, either way, you get mad props That's for just squaring off with it, That's especially at that saying. age, bro. Because I don't even know what I would do right now. No. In this, in that, in in that moment. I mean, I had a similar. I mean, I think it was a dream. It and wasn't. I I attacked it in my dream. It wasn't. It probably wasn't. But I ta- I attacked it in my dream. I I was I remember feeling really fucking mad and crawling toward the end of the bed as fast as I could and lunging at it and wrapping my hands around its neck. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Like, it was a terrifying. I don't know if I ever talked about it on no, here. No, it was I, fucking scary. I don't think you have. Yeah, it, it was it happened I think it was last year. I remember in my dream there was a it it was a silhouette at the edge of the bed, the foot of the bed. And it was silhouetted like a gray. And I can just remember being scared, but almost mad at the same time. And I shot up out of bed, like I shot upward and kind of went into this crawling position and crawled as fast as I could and lunged off the bed. And I remember just grabbing at its neck like I was going to choke the life out of it. And then I woke up. I wonder how close that was to our Bledsoe encounter. I don't remember. But if it was that entity, you got choked the fuck out. Because that would also be be playing on another like specific fear of ours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of what Oda was good at doing. Yeah. But anyway, carrying on. The BB gun at the front door kind of like... Unless you were a sleepwalker. Yeah. Kind of solidifies that what happened happened. <laughs> I don't know. He, I guess you could have looked around the the kitchen for BBs. See yeah. If there's, see if there's three rogue ones around. Well, they're probably stuck in that alien's face. I hope. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> Stranger Con- John uh, wraps it up with saying, "Well, those are my three tales for you. I hope to hear them broadcast one day and discussed." Um. In closing, I have a few ideas. One of you mentioned a photo in which you were pictured as you are now, but in a past setting. Also stating you wish it was true so you could win the lottery. May I suggest you carry a piece of paper detailing the largest lotto sums and their winning numbers and the dates with you at all times just in case. Damn it. That's good. I can go back and get those for you. Come on, pass me. Do us a solid. This action may even work with the time slip theory of people running into themselves in the woods. How cool would it be to tread the same path in the woods on a constant occasion, run into yourself, get a piece of paper with those winning lotto numbers? Of course, you'd have to do something upon winning to keep the timeline secure, at least in theory, up until you ran into your past self and performed the same action. Once completed, you're in the clear and free to spend like crazy. 
Well, there's a wild theory that the lotto is specifically designed to catch time travelers. Yeah. Have you heard that before? Yes. <laughs> there is also a story which is up in the air as to whether or not it is true or fictional that there was a man, I know there was a man that was manipulating the stock market. Not, I guess not manipulating it, but he knew what was going to pop, what was going to pop. And they thought that he was a time traveler. I've saw different accounts where people's like, no, this was made up here. But then you hear other people like, no, that originated here. No, it was real. How fucked up is that? <clears throat> if it is real, like they get, and let's just pretend the dude was genius on another level and was able to read the market in a way that nobody else could. The fact that law enforcement and government is like fucking time traveler. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. You like, know what why, I mean? Like, why is that even an option? It's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> like how? Like what? If, what? Once again, what do you know that we don't? <laughs> because I can tell you right now, that wouldn't be the first thought in my fucking head. I wonder if they got like an alphabet agency that's just specifically designated for time travelers. If there is, please reach out. We'd like to sit down and talk with you. Yeah. Much appreciated. Um, John goes on to say, also a tip to you and all your listeners when out on those supernatural hunts, get a call sign. Such as in the Second World War when one soldier called out Star and the the second would call out Texas as to confirm the two are on the same side. Making this a standard operating procedure would eliminate the threat of doppelgangers, demons, ghosts, or any other being that can mimic, at least in theory. If such beings reply to the password and it's not your buddy, then that's mind reading and that's a whole nother can of worms, but still worth a try. Okay. So that gave me anxiety, odd goosebumps (laughs) and you're probably going to shit yourself when I tell you this. (sighs) I hate when he does this. Yeah. So I have a very wandering mind. My mind does very peculiar things. I can't, I'm not even going to sit here and try to tell you why my mind does what it was or does what it does. But it's fucking super weird. Here we, here we go. Because I was literally a couple hours ago in the shower. It's my natural habitat for thinking. And my brain legitimately wandered off into call signs for myself. <laughs> I I'm not kidding at all. Of course it did. One hundred percent. And <laughs> to to further the point Kyle's trying to get across is we don't plan no. these listener encounters. There's no communication between me and Steve at, on them at all. There's no communication between Steve and the listener encounters <laughs> because Steve finds the long ones and I just throw them in a throw them in a folder. Future listener encounters. Me and Kyle get together. I go, this one today. Yeah. Put it in here. We read it. Legitimately how it goes. (laughs) And so it's super weird (laughs) that I'm in the shower and for whatever reason, my brain starts wandering into call signs. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, like, what would I call myself? You know, because there's like the classic Maverick, you know, (laughs) and then like. And then my brain just started like going down the offshoots of what would your call sign be? 
what would you, I would I would naturally want a cool one, but I know where my call sign would end up going. Yeah. Mulder and Scully. Yeah, or silver. Silver Fox, whatever. Mine would be Dr. Extremus Melodicus. That's kind of a long call sign. Yeah. Well, that's that's that much more that the doppelganger will get wrong. True. You know, you gotta you gotta throw some curveballs out there. I'll I'll be if you're gonna be that, I'll be shit goose. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Solid. Um uh, okay. What are you saying? That'll be mine reading a whole other can of worms. Well, yeah. Right. Come on, come on, step into my brain. That's not come on in. Yeah, that that is mind reading. But it would be scary if it if it reached out first with the the password. Yeah. Because be that's awful. like that's beyond mind reading. That's like mind rooting. Able to dig around inside that head of yours. Yeah, that's a place that they don't want to be. No. <laughs> John finishes up by saying, that'll be all for now. I wish you two the best of luck and fortune on your path. My next email will deal, detail those little, little gnomes called the Duende, how to control your dreams, and bypass nightmares easily. Ghosts and a few more alien tales. Thank you both and all the listeners. Oh, Stranger yeah. John. I don't know if we've got another one from Stranger John. I like your call sign there, too. Stranger John. I do like it. <coughs> I, I was, like it. I like how it's like this. It's got a. It's a weird approach. Like it's uh. It's got like a like a mysterious. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm gonna learn you boys some things. Yeah. I like and I like where his brain is at with some of this stuff. Like the call signs. Like calling out. Like if I yell Molder, you yell Scully. That way we know that we're talking to the crew. Yeah. And we're not talking. To an interdimensional being. Stranger John, this is why I apply my rule, at least for myself. I will not be splitting up from everyone. I don't do that. Therefore, <laughs> I don't need to worry about doppelgangers because <laughs> everybody's going to be right next to me. But I do get the point. If one of them tends to wander off, you got ha- to have the password. So if we go to Waverly Hills and I'm like, Kyle, just leave me in the body chute. No. You're staying there with me? You're going to have to. Mm. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm not going by myself. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I've heard stories of that place. I've heard of the doppelgangers and <laughs> the, what they call that? The damn oh, like ceiling walker or whatever the fuck it was disgusting was. Yeah. It was Sucks. gross. Like it, it was disgusting. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, happy Thursday, Holocult. That wraps up our third rendition of Listener Experiences. We hope you had a good time. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Stay safe. Stay weird. And if you call out your call sign and something answers differently, uh, you better get a plan B as to what to do after that because Stranger John didn't let us know what to do if the call signs answered wrong shit goose out